broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday. This is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatna. Good morning. It is raining tacos this morning on KMA Talk Radio. I'm here with the trusty gang. Abe is obviously having some technical difficulties because I'm here first. But let's bring in the crew, Paul DeGracco, no longer known as Shameless Paul because we don't want to upset his family, and the man who always has a scoop, William, my man, Cooper. And while Abe's not here, I'm going to hijack the show real quick and say, Cooper, how about those Philadelphia Phillies, who have been on a tear lately. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you talk about this. They have they've just captured the city. This is a month like I don't remember another month like we've had like this month. I don't think we're going to win the World Series. Don't get me wrong. But what, what a summer they're giving us. It's amazing. And I, I, I really love I really love that, you know, because, look, Phillies fans get a lot of shit. Philadelphia fans yep. in general get a lot of shit. Yep. But. The Philadelphia Philly fan base single-handedly turned around Trey Turner's season. It, it, yeah, it was uh, it was started by the radio station. They encouraged yes. fans to go out there, yes. and uh, instead of booing him, giving a standing ovation, and it not only turned his season around, it, it put an inspiration into that team. Like I have, oh yeah, man, it it, yeah. it juiced that team up. It, you know, it's and it's it's just a great story, man. Uh, Paul, I don't know, you're I'm sure you don't follow the Phillies all, but at all. Know. I know nothing about what's going so, on. So, uh, Phillies have been like mid most of the season, very like, uh, and Trey Turner, who we just, you know, who we got from Padres, who we got from the Padres, uh, star shortstop, paid a ton of money to, was having a dismal season. Like, it, you know, yeah. to the point where it was like, oh my God, we're going to be stuck in this guy's contract and he stinks. But yeah, I feel like Coop said that he was done with the Phillies at some point. I was done with the manager, and I still have a lot of issues with the manager for the bad start this team had. But I didn't, I didn't abandon the team like okay. the Yankee fans have been jumping so, off the bandwagon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, what happened, Paul? Was you know, the 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 WIP radio station kind of came up with this idea, uh, and like you know, Trey Turner was stinking it up, and he said, you know what? Instead of us booing this guy or really calling, you know, chopping this guy's head off, every time he comes up to the plate. Why don't we give him a standing ovation? And that's what the crowd started doing. And, <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you something. Whatever he was going him. through had to be psychological because right. it motivated him and motivated the team. And these guys started playing killer baseball. Yeah. And whatever and works, man. And, you know, another thing I think that the Phillies were missing for a little while was when – and this guy's not a big player on the team. But Brandon Marsh has become part of the heart and soul of that team. Yes, and he's a yes. big. He, what he doesn't necessarily do at the plate, he brings to the locker room, and he inspires all these guys. And he's he's become a, one of my favorite players to just watch right now because he, he plays hard too. This guy. Yes, 
Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. A, a large part of a large part of uh, competitive sports, and I'm saying with athletes, not with chess players, is mental. I think as physical yeah. as as it is, me- mental stuff really take comes into play as well. You got to have the right mindset. Yeah, absolutely. You do. It's tough to play in Philadelphia. It really is. And this is something we just haven't seen in Philadelphia like this happen before. There actually was another little incident this week, uh, Alex. Did you see the whole incident with Bryce Harper and Chuck? Guy Chuck? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So so I guess Chuck is a regular caller into the radio station. Right. And um, I didn't see what Chuck said. I saw Bryce Harper call him out, you know, and say, you know, I'm going to go long for Chuck. Yeah, Chuck's like one of these regular callers who, you know, he's got a little bit of a personality, and, and, and Bryce Harper was familiar with him, and I guess just t- took a liking to him, and yeah. he basically said, hey, I'm, I'm going to hit this one for Chuck tonight, and, and he and did. Sure yeah, and, and sure he did, and it just became uh, it became a huge story, like, because Chuck's one of the everyday Philadelphia guys who all of a sudden... Right. um. You know, Bryce Harper, who sometimes Bryce Harper's not, he's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I think, think you're good. Hey, we don't hear ourselves. Yeah. Thank God. Yep. yep. Woo! <laughs> All right. I'm going to save everybody. Not yet the show, Abe. So <laughs> I'm going to save everybody from this dialogue. Holy shit. I was so lost. We're talking sports, man. We're talking Phillies. Uh, the yeah, goat made the call. Why? Why, why were you lost? But we weren't talking fucking Savannah Bananas. Is that the only <laughs> Oh, damn it. Where's my hat? Yeah, we were, no. I, we were, I we were talking uh, the Mickey Mouse League, by the way. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, I have no ESPN, by the way, this weekend. Thank you, Mickey Mouse. Uh, so. What happened? I saw I mean, I didn't pay. I saw you commented would they cancel your espn disney or something yeah 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 there's a thing contract thing there's a contract thing with ESPN, uh the, like all the cable channels owned by disney and spectrum who's my cable provider there's a dispute so disney has yanked the channels until the dispute is resolved that happens from time to time yeah. it happens with everything but boy right at football season it's like and the pennant really? races in baseball real quick I want to give a big congratulations to Vincent Michael Benetti, wow. the anti-goat, who won. And there's a reason for this. Who won the Guillotina de Saka cutter in the final nice. weekly raffle of Summer with Saka. And I just want i want to say this because I want everyone to know. If there was ever a question in your mind that the Wheel of Names was ever rigged, <laughs> this is your proof that we do not rig the wheel. Vince's big win yesterday is solid proof that the wheel is absolutely not rigged. I don't even think, I really don't think it's even possible to rig the wheel. It's really not. You can't. Really not. But you can't. Saka, Saka made a great point, Abe, and I blame you for Vince's win yesterday. Why? Had we not shuffled the wheel, it, it probably wouldn't have turned out. <laughs> so, so Abe, Vince, you have Abe to thank because it was a shuffle. Was- Evan Darnell was, was racking up wins, and we wanted yeah, to Yeah, I thought we were going to have a three-peat. Like How is Evan Darnell winning this when he's got a brand with Sokka? He literally he, – Because uh, he's a customer, and he bought a bunch of shit. Yeah, he so, bought a lot uh, of stuff. Well, he bought a lot of shit, especially because he needed more RMLs, and the only way to get RMLs right now is to buy Summer of Sokka shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I placed an order someone, at, I guess, at, right? at the yeah. last minute, too. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't win a raffle, though. I, I – I, I was I kept thinking about that. I was like, if I won the raffle, what do I do? I like uh, do I have to donate it to uh, one of the fans? 
Yes. Like I had, I can't, I had I to buy some guilty. stuff this week. Yeah, I had to buy some stuff this week because I had some cigars I needed for review. And uh, I just said, if I won like anything big, I just put it on the coop site. I, I did get my beanie hat. There though. you go. The beanie hat I'm really excited about. So, you know what's imagine funny? If, imagine I, if Coop's got to put a six foot soccer squatch on, on the coop site. <laughs> he would I, I'm having him. trouble giving away a tower humidor. The guy who won it hasn't claimed it. Let me I'm, tell I'm, you, I'm, brother, I'm, you'd have no trouble giving away that thing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I uh, what's funny is I placed my order. What well, the last day was the thirty first, right? It was uh, Thursday, and uh, yesterday I got a lovely call from Abe's mother in law, and she she's like, Abe wanted me to call you and just let you know that certain parts of the order won't come at the same time. I was like, but this this is me. You know, it's Paul from KMA. I was like, just send everything whenever you can. Don't worry about it. She's was so nice. You had to know. You had to know that she had no clue who she was talking to. No, she she said she she said she did, and that the other guys were mad because I put in the customer notes, "I love Italo and AJ," and she's uh, like, "Everybody's very upset here that uh, you didn't mention them as well." Because I would <laughs> never say call Paul. My response would be like, well, "Fuck Paul, leave it on the desk. We'll deal with it later." <laughs> That's what I said to her. I was like, "Don't worry about it. Let's take care of real customers." Fuck Paul. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what I said to her. I was like, take care of their actual customers. Right, right. She was so hey, nice, though. I think that's her line. Like, Abe wanted I'm me gonna, to call you personally. Yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and have a talk with her, man. Abe wanted me to call you. What the fuck <laughs> that? Paul? Right. It made me feel special. I was like, don't make me feel special. So. Don't waste company time calling Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, though. I'm excited. For what? Wait, uh, what are you excited for? What are you? Well, oh, I got, I got a, you know, uh, I got a, a box of uh, Brulee Blues. I got, um, I think I did a five pack of of a Sin Compromiso size I haven't had before, and then I think with that order I get a Sasquatch statue and a couple of little. I mean, listen, yeah. one the prices were great, but two, I, the swag is good from Dunbarton. Let's be honest; like that's why people yes. are so excited about this. Yeah. It's really oh, yeah. cool stuff. I mean, it was cool. I had to buy some um, the holiday blend, which is not easy to find that ho- last year's holiday blend. And you guys had it. And, um, you know, I said, well, that beanie hat's pretty cool. I can, I'm sure I can find five more cigars to get the beanie hat, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a good, it was a, it just, like I said, it was, a, it was a good deal, I thought, you know? That's, and that's what was good about the system from the beginning that it like tell, it shows you on the bottom, like for $38 more, you get to the next tier. And right. I really <laughs> love the way good. that that works. It was yeah. really yeah, good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah it, was, and it, it was very well set up. Yeah, I got the beef stick, right? The RML, which yeah. I think is a great size of that, of that blend, by the way. So Absolutely. Um, I yeah, think so I'm getting cool. Pataperos with mine when they when they come in. And I'm excited about those because I've never smoked oh. those. There's a shortage of them right now. Yeah. Yes. I've heard. I, I smoke and created a shortage. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you can, if there's not we, enough, you give my pot of peros to, to somebody else, just not Vincent Michael Benetti. Listen, cool. we, we, de- <laughs> we we decimated their pot of pero supply for the rest of the year. He thought he had enough for the rest of the year. He's got more coming in. It'll be here um September. And we decimated their soccer squatches. We needed like we needed like I forgot the number, but it was like nine more, and we are completely out. They are completely out. Steve Steve had to go to his house because he has little statues everywhere. <laughs> so he's like, I got 10. I'm sending you 10. So, yeah, we just we decimated a lot of their stuff. Steve and I were kind of talking about it yesterday. We're going to have like a meeting in a couple of weeks to go over like some ideas and stuff to straighten out next year. But you were talking about beef stick. And, and I'm going to tell you something. It's really funny because when I smoke a beef stick, I say it's my favorite size. And then when I smoke 
the box, the box press, press. Yeah. I'd say it's my favorite size. So I lean towards the box press one. I have both here. I really like the box pressed one. I'll I'll be interested to see Coop's take on the porterhouse size. I know Coop likes the six sixty, and I'm this is be a nice fat six sixty box press. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because you know Sock is not really known for six sixties either. You know, keep that in mind. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to. It. But, but yeah, I like, I'm actually say opposite. I like the round one, but I think the box press gives a different expression of that blend, which is so it's almost like a completely different cigar in a lot of ways. Cutter, cutter. Who's got the cutter? Well, I, can't I, didn't get, I didn't get one of those cutters. I can't I that cutter yesterday. Uh, what? Abe, do you are you taking notes on on uh, comments on that cutter for Saka? Like, here's what's good, here's what's bad. That's what he's asking everybody to do. He wants yeah, okay. uh, product yeah, notes. Sure. I got a job. <laughs> yeah. pretty busy. I'm a yeah. reviewer. I didn't get one. I mean, so I, can't I, mean, just look, I mean, look. I mean, he knows what's good about it. He's not worried what's good about it. As soon as I come, if, if, I, if I come across anything that yeah. I feel is a flaw or could be improved, I would tell him. Yeah, look, yeah. The, the bottom I'm line keeping, is I'm not there's there's nobody that's going to use that cutter as much and as often as Steve anyway. One hundred percent. Yeah. True. And there's true. nobody that's going to be as critical as Steve anyway. So true. The one in Steve's I mean, hand is the one I he's mean, testing. With accessories, I have to go through a lot of usage of that thing, though. I, I, it takes a long time to do accessory reviews. I really sure. use that thing on a regular basis. Sure. Yeah. Because I want to see how it holds up durability-wise. Right, right. I feel like especially with lighters, too, because you know, yeah. many lighters work great, you know, the first week and then a month on the road. Shit's the best. I got to tell you what. Uh, people always taking lighters off my desk. It was weird. That's terrible. This 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 lighter here. I'm going to tell you something. It's it, it's just a. I think it was made by Lotus, or I think it was made by Lotus. We did these years ago. That's not the desktop one. That's the. That's the desktop thing. one. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, is okay. It just yeah, looks like that Nabe's hands. Yeah, it looks so small. <laughs> looks like that one. When I hold it, I have to hold yeah. it like this. Like <laughs> no, that's that. That's not a Zippo. That's not a Zippo. It just <laughs> looks like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I love that uh, desktop one. I'm gonna tell you something, man. These things have taken a wear and tear. I've seen them where every little thing has been scratched, ding, dented, dropped. Um, and we're coming to the end of them. We're actually in the process of making our next generation tabletop lighter. But I'm gonna miss this one, man, because I'm gonna tell you something. This one really they, they on my desk for four years now. That's and, the one I use every time I'm in there. Yeah. If I if I need a lighter, I, I use the one on your desk. I have used yeah, that lighter this, too. This one's a tank. Literally. Labor Day. Hey, hey, hooray. What are you guys doing? Yes. Anything? Paul, what what festivities are you? Oh, yeah, I know. Party. There's a party. Well, oh, I'm going to Abe's party. We have a little company yeah. shindig. We got See, party. Unlike Paul, I actually invite him. Well, we I am an, I'm technically And you're really not even technically employee. You're not an employee. <laughs> KMA is its own. This is not a KMA I, I got, Labor Day party. I, I, got, <laughs> I literally have patrons and customers who are more productive to this company than you. Are. <laughs> Don't get it. That's why. I, that's why I placed a, a summer Saka order before the end, just so that I, you know, look, look, I'm a customer too. I can come. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're having a little company get together. In fact, we used to have one every year. And obviously, COVID year, we dropped it. This is our first time coming back. 
So, so it's what three three years since the last yeah. one? Yeah. Well, it used to be always Memorial Day. Memorial, Day, Memorial was, Day, yeah. It was always a Memorial Day thing for the start of summer, but it's just it got too just too chaotic. Well, I think it was I think there was uh like rain or a storm coming in the one year and then you went one year before before COVID, it was like yeah. so listen, it was supposed to be torrential downpour. So we actually canceled everything, moved it to moved it to Labor Day and it was nothing. Yeah. And then we had Labor Day and it rained a little And it rained, yes, yes, it did. Yes, it did. So um, and then, and then, uh, I think we were going to try to do it this year again on Memorial day, but the pavilion was booked like way early, but I think in retrospect, we're just going to move it to labor day. It's just easier to move it away from the great smoke. We're still reeling off the great smoke and, and stuff like that. So yeah, you got to start, you know, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. nice, you know, so a... we're doing that. What are you doing? Copa? Just hanging out at the house, at the ranch this weekend. I got some travel coming up in September, so, uh, I'm going to just enjoy the time yeah. here. Yeah. Where are you going in September? Texas. Texas. Is there a yep. festival, work, or business? Um, it's a combination of things, but mostly it's we're gonna revolve around when the McAuliffe open house is. Wow. It's gonna give me a chance to, you know, bear one of my guys is out there, so I'm gonna go see him and uh, a few other folks. I may squeeze some company business in there for my day job as well. So that's gonna be mid September. I'll be there. Oh, you're productive. Abe, yeah. let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me try. I, 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 I like, I like, you know, we, we have a great pavilion. I still have a little bit of affinity to the old location. Yeah, I know. We just, we we just, we, I know we can't. It's like, it was yeah. like, what was it? We it was it. Emily's dad. We like, Emily's yeah, dad. We, no, somebody, somebody knew somebody. So we kind of got this like little mini covered pavilion area in some like uh, development, like housing yeah, development. Yeah, yeah. So we used to have Singer access. Island. Was that Singer Island? Singer Island. Yeah. yeah. Right by the, yeah. right by, right by the beach too. Yeah. yeah. And um, but like I mean, there was like used to only get like thirty people there. Right. I think we're like I think we're like a hundred thirty now. It's like yeah. Wow. Silly. Well, we invite people's friends and and their family, their, and their dad, family, their, right? Yeah, right. their wives, yeah. their kids. Yep. I mean, look, you know, what's Abe's a party of six? I'm a party that's, of four. You know, it's ten or ten of us right there. Yep. And that's just Abe's immediate. That's just Abe's house. You know, right? Yeah, so, right. You know, Thirty. <laughs> right. You know, oh, oh, people. oh, oh. Petra's got friends coming this year. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hell yeah. That'll, that'll yeah. Be interesting. We're getting into the range now where friends yeah. now are getting invited into like normally family is stuff. The, is the boyfriend yeah. coming? Uh, that was my question, but I wasn't sure if yeah. she still had a boyfriend. That's all right. We'll, we'll give him hell. We'll give him yeah. hell. I can't yeah, wait. He, he, has, he has no idea what he's walking into. He <laughs> 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 doesn't want to. 129 of Petra's uncles. Yeah. <laughs> this poor kid has no idea really what he's walking right. into. Paul, you're going? His... Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Actually, my sister is going to come with us too. So it'll be five of us. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Friendsgiving, you can do Friendsgiving this year, right? You know what? I don't think so. No? There is a, uh, there's a little, uh, change of plans because my wife is pregnant as you know oh, so yeah, yeah we would like to get up to new york before the baby is born because once the baby's born it's going to be a while so i think for thanksgiving we're actually going to fly up to long island for that whole week because the kids have off for some reason that whole week of thanksgiving uh, so that's, that's rough yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do that fly up to long island have uh thanksgiving with my wife's family and i think they're gonna throw a little uh, baby shower for her while we're up there do you i didn't know you still do baby showers you get to the third kid you have a baby shower but uh i, mean, it's I not never like a went surprise. to a baby i never went to a baby shower by the way 
or a bridal right. shower. Just so you know. Well, like I may wife. not be never, there. I don't know. Um, you know what? We, I don't think we, I think maybe after the first, that was it, Paul. I don't think my wife had them for the, the you know, the boys. The first one was a big deal, but like the right, second right. one was just kind of like a couple of the, like her family getting together. Like, you know, it was nothing crazy, but yeah, they're. I know my wife was a little schemish about having them. That's why. So I don't think he incurred. I mean, the bridal shower was another story, but so, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, like I said, wasn't, certainly I was, I didn't participate in any of those. Keith, I just want to comment on this. I have this thing. My wife was in the service industry for a long time. I don't like perpetuating that people have to work on holidays. So I like Christmas, even if we have nothing to do or Thanksgiving, I try not to partake in going out and, and being a reason why people have to work on holidays. It's just a personal if, thing. It's if not, Mickey I, Mouse gave you a personal invitation. Okay, right. to sit at the table, right, with you the make mouse. that fucker work. You would go in a work. You'd be like the whole you family know, would be going. Yeah, don't. I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know. That's a that, that is an odd pedestal to stand yeah, on. It, it, it's I not mean, a pedestal. Any, it's just I she but she Paul, had to always the work on Christmas. Here's the thing. So these people are working anyway, right? Whether you're showing up or not. So maybe, right? You can go and give them a nice. A nice tip at the end for working yeah, on the holiday. Exactly. I, I I prefer just not to go. I mean, I get I, it. Know. I don't really she, go listen, places she did, on holidays she either. Did, but she always did very well. And speaking of, uh, since we're talking about this, one of her former fairly regular customers, Jimmy Buffett, used to tip really well on holidays when he would go. But uh, he he just passed away last night. It seems actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Yeah, man. Don't you read he, the damn. KMA Bro. outline. Yeah, he had some. Uh, oh, you, he had some hold on, hold on, for about a year. You gave it to me. You gave it to me five seconds before the show started. <laughs> while I was having technical difficulties. What did you want me to read? <laughs> it was a little more. What? Uh, yeah. How old was Jimmy Buffett? Seventy-six. Yep. Seventy-six. Did he have complications or? Coop would probably know better than I would. He can't. He had school. to delay tours, right? Because he was in the hospital, yeah. but they haven't said what. Yeah, it's been about a year. He's been on and off, like canceling tours, right? So the last tour he canceled was in May, and they haven't disclosed what illness he or why he was in the hospital. They did disclose that he was in the hospital and he was obviously sick enough where they had to cancel these shows. So, um, you know, I, I, it's interesting because I'm looking at it historically with Jimmy Buffett. I don't know necessarily he was a commercial, like, he wasn't necessarily a guy on the radio, right? I think it was the live shows that made him much, much bigger, right? That's really where he built his reputation. Sure. And the guy, like, I'm, I'm not saying, Margarita, say what you want about the song, like it or not. It became a billion-dollar enterprise for this guy. Absolutely. I mean, he licensed this thing was licensed everywhere. You know that there was a CAO cigar for a while called the Margaritaville. We, yes, we, we, have, we have listen. No. We have Mar we have Margaritaville cigar lighters. Yeah, the Gordis has those too. Yeah, they, yeah. they licensed that name so well. You, you got to give the business aspect of what he did was brilliant on it. But yeah, I didn't know there was a Margaritaville cigar. Was that one of their flavors? CAO, yeah, it was under the CAO line in two thousand. They, they, they had to pay for that. Oh yeah, they had to pay for it, and the license agreement expired. I don't think they kept. I don't think the cigar did that well, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I have it. I, I looked up because I was 
put, putting something on our jukebox site on this last night. We had the margarita, CAO margarita cigar on coupe. It says I can article on it with it. Really? Yeah, 2015. Coupe, man. Pretty- the, 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 the depth of your knowledge of your own <laughs> content is really mind-blowing. I, I mean, <laughs> really. No, I appreciate it. But that, I remember when that came out, it was one of the trade shows, and, and a lot of people thought it was going to be a big hit because anything that that thing licensed was like gold, but I don't think it really translated to cigars in this case. Translated to beer pretty yeah, well. Yeah, that's for sure. Hotels. Yeah. I, it, was just, it was just always – it wasn't lost on yeah. me that he had this, like, yeah. you know, chill beach vibe. Like let's just sit back and enjoy and not bust our asses working. But he had a you know multi 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 million dollar industry. Uh, could most people name five? The background. Could you name five Wait, Jimmy Buffett songs, Paul? It's tough. No, no I mean, I'm yeah, His experience was more of going to that live show. It sure. really didn't matter what he was playing, but people were into it. It wasn't that he was like people knew Jimmy Buffett records. There's maybe two that most people know. Yeah, but his his fans, man, are no doubt. No doubt. Super. No engaged. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Because he's an interesting topic when it comes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If he'll get in, and I don't think he'll get in because he didn't have necessarily that commercial record sale. You know, sales like. Well, musically, Glasgow. his his reviews were never were never great, from what I remember either. Like that, like no. real you know, music in whatever that means. Music industry people never loved his his music. But he was a huge influence. How do you take away this influence? Look what he exactly he created a billion dollar empire off off this this persona and song. And you know, especially on Long Island, I don't know, Coop. Did you, did you ever go to the Jones Beach? Like when he would do oh, his yeah. shows down at home, like he would Always fly the plane there. in. Uh-huh. He would because he, he's he was a pilot. He would fly his seaplane in. Well, I didn't go to Jimmy Buffett, but I've been to Jones Beach once. Yeah. Okay, so behind that stage where the water is, he would fly his seaplane in. And, and then he would land before the show behind and they'd leave the plane back there and he'd go and do the show and then he'd leave on the seat. Amazing. Big Palm yeah. Beach guy, too. He was he was very, very active in the in the Palm Beach community. Yeah, too. Actually. So so he, he did a uh, he did a concert a couple years back in Delray and I, and I, and I thought it was was kind of cool. They he. Um, they they said it so that to get into the concert, your your license has to match the name on the ticket because he didn't want his people just buying up the tickets to sell for double and triple. Oh, you know, he wanted, oh wow. He wanted, they want, so it was, it was like big people in an uproar, but no, was, no, your name has to match the ticket. I don't want people just buying up all the, you know, it was Del Rey. It was in the ambit. It's not a lot of room. So we don't want people just gouging all the tickets and then selling them for crazy prices. I can respect that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That is cool. Didn't know that. Also yeah. rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Yep. So Coop, you and I are going to be, uh, yeah, rest in peace. This my D and D. Yeah. Take a shot for Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I put the link in the chat if people want to see what that cigar looked like. By the way. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So you guys got a. You guys got a. Uh, Abe is finally in. This is finally in. First uh, one. This is an all-star lineup. I'm going to be a part of. I mean, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure they regret it. I oh, was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, so they brought you in so that you'll stop bitching when they do it. But now but, you're going to be a part of it. Like, it's going to be hell for you them. You know who else they brought in? You know who else they brought in now? Soccer. Soccer and Terrence. Yeah. 
And what is the theme for this one? Is it is it is it? It's us four and their crew. Is that how many people? Yeah. Yep. Candy bars. Candy bars. I hope they don't. I hope they just you know Abe. The more I I agree with you on one thing. Just pick the sixteen best candy bars. Don't like do this bracket stuff. We have to categorize and it dilutes it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How they? How they? the preliminary stuff i've never done one of these you know if i was doing this right you get the 16 best can, uh, candy bars yeah then the voting team votes and ranks them and then the, you get first seed to last seed by by ranking i guess right right they the, when they started this they used to do like the best selling items one to 16 and they do base. They look at the sales and see what the best. And then they started like breaking it up into these categories. And that's that's what caused the whole controversy around the snack foods at the gas station, because they had you know they just they were categories and new stuff like. And then they were saying like they had this generic category for beef jerky, which you know it's, that was a little confusing. So I just kind of hope they don't like say almond joy and mounds are the same candy bars. They're not. They're they're different. Right. right. Yeah, that's that's, I, that's the I, same I problem. All right, so here's a good thing. I like to see. I like to see what our customers say. I I don't care for mounds. I'm an almond joy guy. Almond joy gives you that little extra nut flavor. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I'm curious to see because you know some people hate almond joy. I like well, both. That's, I, I, just... that's what you do a play in, like like that's what they do, like these preliminary where they have the fans decide one or the other, right? That's really what maybe only, you do that. Yeah, I really only eat like two candy bars. It's either Hershey's with almonds or Snickers, and that's. I'm afraid it. to see what he considers a candy bar, too. Hershey with Hershey's. Okay, so if you're gonna have a Hershey, you have to have it with the almonds. But Hershey chocolate just uh, tastes like. It's not great. No, no. Like I can't remember. I had one recently. Oh, I was. You know where it was? It was at the hospital when I was visiting Sean. They had a bunch of those little minis. Where and Hershey chocolate it tasted like fucking synthetic chocolate. Like it was like what the fuck? I didn't right. have one ever. Their dark but, chocolate is better, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what? Sleeper right here, man. Every time I find a hundred grand, hundred grand. You guys, you guys, you guys yeah, but Hershey's Crackle is not the same as Nestle's Crunch. That was their answer to Nestle's Crunch Bar, and they're yeah, they have the same kind of rice thing in it, but they're different. And I still think they maybe, you know, they, they shouldn't be lumped together. And I'm hoping they don't do that. I, I mean, I hate the. I hate the rain on everybody's parade, but you do know that Hershey's makes almond joy, right? Yeah, I'm yes. sure they do. Hershey's yeah, fun. but it, it, so almond He's saying joy, the plain chocolate, right? But the coconut adds, yeah, right, right, right. Have See, I'm not a chocolate. Have that plain right. chocolate alone is so unsavory. Yeah, I love the take five bar too, Don. Let me ask you a question: Just chocolate and just dark or milk? Um. I go both ways, but I'll, I'll lean yeah. more towards milk. It's got to be the right dark. Yeah, dark's dark, got to be. Dark yeah. not used right. Yeah, but dark used right, I have no problems with dark. I, I prefer dark I, I'm, I'm even in bad same. candy. Yeah, I'm a dark guy. I like the bitter dark. I like a white yeah. chocolate bar, too. I mean, I like white chocolate. That ain't chocolate. But, all right, that's what, whatever you want to call, call it something else. I like whatever it oh, is. I was just going to bash on that candy bar. Which one? Three Musketeers. Overrated. Oh, I love Three Musketeers. See, I like, like Charleston Chew. It's, you... like, it's like chocolate mousse in a, in a thing. It's like a fluff. I don't know. All right. So here, here's the question. Here's the question, though. I'll be interested. Does Rice Krispies treats make it in? It's, I mean, 
It's candy, candy bar. Candy right? bar. It's, candy bar. it's not a candy bar. It's a treat. It's a treat. The, it's a snack with the, marshmallow. What do we mean? What? Do, what, what? What do you mean? It's I don't a know treat. It's a candy bar. I don't know. It's a bar technically. It sells as a candy bar. I mean, it could, but if it makes this poll, it's sad. I don't know. Why? Why is it sad? I mean, everything everybody says chocolate. Are we doing chocolate bars or candy bars? It, you I know, mean, I don't know. That's, that's a good. Question. Yeah, I don't know if it's chocolate bars, and I don't know what they like. What would be a candy bar? that's not chocolate then. Rice Krispie treats. Payday. There's chocolate. That's a candy bar. Payday is a candy. No, bar. no, no. no. There, there's a chocolate payday, but there's a payday that has no chocolate. It's just yeah, uh, caramel and peanuts. Yeah, they, they, which they is delicious. Put, by the granola way. bars in there. Granola bars are not candy bars. That's where I'll, I'll draw a line. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. granola bars. Yeah, that's a winner right here. Goobers. Beef bars good. That's a winner right there. Someone said Charleston Chew, and Abe. That's one I'll just say. Look, I don't know anyone who buys Charleston Chews anymore. Oh, I like Charleston Chews. But you buy a Char- you I go into a, a store and buy a Charleston Chew because I don't, right? I see them every Halloween. Yeah, we see them at Halloween. What you do is you put them in the freezer. That was, the, and then you kind of smack them on the table and break them into pieces. That was, yeah, that was what you do. There's a once a year. I'm gonna tell you something. You know what's a candy bar that I've never probably bought, but every time I have one, I'm like, "Fuck, this is a good candy bar." But it'll never be the one. I mean, listen, I have. I, when I was growing up in the grocery store, obviously I had a lot of candy bars. But I, I mean, I, I don't go to the store and buy candy bars. But now that I got kids, I'll grab some. But this would be one that I would never ever buy. But every time I have one or Halloween, I grab. I'm like, fuck, this is actually pretty fucking good. Butterfinger. Ah, uh, they're yeah. good. Yeah, they're good. You know, Butterfinger. Butterfinger is good with some ice cream. That's what I was gonna I'm say. It's you. probably more popular in ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Does you know is Kit Kat a chocolate bar? I mean, is it a candy bar? A Butterfinger? Yeah, oh, Butterfinger is a candy bar. Oh, oh Kit Kat, I bar. said. But, but here's a good one. Yeah, is that bar. a candy bar? Because I grew up loving those. What? Bit of honey. Really? Oh, those were good. Those were good. Those are good. Those Bit are the ones my kids good. put to the side if they get them at, at Halloween. Yeah. I love I mean, it, honey. I'll tell you, we had it, it shouldn't be in the tournament, but one of the best candy bars was the Reggie Jackson candy bars that were sold. They were these round ones. They were these yeah, round it was like a round one. Yeah, I mean they were they were actually very good. Is a York is a York peppermint patty a candy bar? That I was I, I swear to God, I was thinking the same thing. I guess it is, right? Sure. I love yeah. those. And what sure. about a chunky bar? Like, nobody talked about chunky. I feel like you guys would love chunky. I never like chunky chunky. Oh, really? I love them. Okay, uh, that's my. I mean, yeah, if you want to put it in as like a twelve of twelve to sixteen seed, I'm okay with that. But I, pure sugar, pure sugar beads. What, that's all it is. What but, should but be the, top? the bar. See, the thing with chunky is it's not really a bar, though. It's a square. You know, yeah, but pieces. it breaks. So it's, it's, it's it's almost pre-cut. It's not really like a. It's, it's a Kit Kat. Well, Kit Kat is. So is Kit yeah, Kat. That's what I'm so saying. is Hershey. That's why. I, that's why I asked. What, not really. I mean, Hershey's is still. I wonder what they're gonna put as the top seed in this tournament, though. That's well, these guys are gonna will probably put a fucking non-existent Wonka bar as as the <laughs> top seed. So. What's what's Dude. their process and how they pick what ends up on this chart? A Wonka scrum diddle. You'll you'll see you'll see they'll they'll send the list and they'll ask for a revision. Oh, so you're part do. of the process. Somewhat. 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 Yeah, they still. They still. Yeah. <laughs> then Jordan. Then Jordan comes in with some inconspicuous, yeah. like, yeah. like Jordan small iteration of stuff. something yeah. that's already on there, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll see. Yeah. 
But it used to be, like I said, they used to have it a lot simpler where they just took the 16 best things. Now they try to do, like, these regional brackets, like, where they try to categorize it. I think it's, like, especially I thought the video game one, Alex, they diluted that one. I, I said that from I said trying to do this by console is going to be tough. You're going to leave yeah, a lot of good yeah. games off, and it's just hard to do by console exclusive. Yeah. We we I I I, yeah. I said that Juan Cancel, who happens to be I I had no idea big big gamer too, kind of said the same thing. But yep. they went with it, and it, it you know it was what it was. Yep. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I just think like if you take I know the first one they did. What was the first one they did? It wasn't snack food. It was fast food. It was fast food. And they yes. took the 16 best places and it was yeah. it made it very interesting because it, it was, was some that were more regional and some that were more national. Yes. 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 It was fast What's food. What's a zero bit. bar? I've never heard of a zero bar. I don't know, it sounds like a kind bar kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of that's uh it sounds fancy. Uh, I've seen them but I don't know what they are. Yeah. What you call it and Mr. Good Bars. And Somebody mentioned Zagnut too. Zagnut's an old school candy, but that's that's a pretty good candy bar. Zero looks like it's a healthy a health bar. We don't want to soft ask. center of caramel peanut. Oh, maybe not. I'll actually I'll be on the week after for the uh, cigar brand fantasy draft. So they're getting they're getting a lot of us. They're getting a lot of what us. Is lately, fan, what is the fan? What is is that something new they're doing? Um, no, didn't you do the first one with me? Cool. Oh, yeah. Like, and now I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking we, something else. Yeah, yeah. Where we drafted, we drafted cigar brands. Yeah, then we had, like, that was the one we do with Carney, yes. Yes. Yes, yes. I forgot about that one. Yes. And you then basically, whoever got, and then they stole, so- whoever stole soccer. Yeah, was got, the you got to steal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, no, but see, see, that's, that's where, the, you're, you're muted, Abe, if you're talking. That's where they messed up, though. They didn't do this. So, that's one thing. They started the voting right away. So I got Saka and I racked up a ton of votes. But by the time they did the steal, which was the end, the people's votes were already in. So yeah. it, wouldn't, it didn't change it. Maybe they should hold off on the voting until later. Yeah. Huh. So uh, yeah, it should of, be an interesting show. Yeah, it came, yeah I, came thought, I thought the funniest one is when Eric didn't draft Terrence Riley in that draft, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they have manufacturers in this one that draft other manufacturers? Well, he yeah, they, Arsalif. In this case, it was Agon Arsalif, I meant. Yeah, that's what saying, they have manufacturers do that? That's a little odd. Yeah, they had Carney. They had Carney, they had Carney in it, yeah. yeah. That's obviously, a odd. obviously yeah. took, you know, he did they the right should, thing, though. He should, took LaFleur first. He took LaFleur. He didn't mess yeah, that one up. Yeah, he didn't mess that one up. They should, they, should, they should have seen soccer for that episode. So, Steve, who are you going to draft? Mm. Nobody. <laughs> no, nobody. No one's so worthy. No, no one's worthy. Yeah. Draft anybody. So the candy bar draft is next week on the eighth, right? Right. The candy bar draft is a week from it's Friday, the upcoming Friday of it. Yeah. Yeah. This should be interesting. I fully expect. I'm literally going to set an give alert. Give them hell. <laughs> I'm going to set an alert on my phone so that I don't miss it. Well, if, if, if oh yeah, because alerts on your phone will keep you on schedule. Get the <laughs> like guy out of Hawaii. guy. Like Hawaii, yeah. Let me set an alarm. I'll just set an alarm. I'll wake up. <laughs> will be a prob- no problem. I had a lot of mai tais the night before. What? <laughs> Which, by the way, mai tais are not the same outside of Hawaii. I don't know what it is. Oh, you think they taste better in Hawaii? Yeah. I've never been yet. It, you know what, Abe? Yeah. I wanted nothing things. to do with it. It's one. No, no, no. 
it's one of Brandy Zine's bucket list it, items. It, it's so, it, I so went. We don't want to go. Just, yeah, haven't got around. Yeah, we're you talking know, about going back. It's been 15, 16 years since we went. Yeah, I it's, wish. Listen, I, it's awesome. I wish I had more of the finances to have traveled better when, before we had kids, but unfortunately, I couldn't afford to go places Same. before right, we had kids. Right, right. And now it's like too devastating right. to go everywhere with the kids. Yeah, now you're taking a fucking full camp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, for you to do a Hawaii trip, that's like. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I, suicidal. Yeah. Well, it's a. I mean, I think maybe it's a little. But you know, you go back a couple of years. Abe would literally have to take an extra person on the trip just so maybe him and Brandy can go get, get dinner by themselves one night. Yeah, yeah. He's you know, sh- all the shout time. out to, to Kyra who got you know <laughs> literally had to come just every, so get away every from family trip. Kyra, she got there, some, right? she got some nice trips. She got some nice trips. It literally was just nice so Abe may be able deal. to get an adult dinner. You know, what I mean? she, she got some nice trips out of that yeah. deal. You know what? So what is it? Now? But I think so, I feel like Petra's almost at that age, right? Can... Oh no, we haven't. Yeah, the last two trips we didn't take anybody. When Petra you were in Disney, them. Petra watched the kids when you yeah. came to see us, right? Yeah, yeah. they're they're all self sufficient, man. Right, I mean, they, right. They're, they're all know, they're, they're, they really are. The and really, they just need to watch Asher in theory. I mean, it. not that he can't that's handle the, that's himself. That's the burden. But... That's the yeah. burden. Yeah, but um, no, no, they're they're pretty good now. Thank God. And uh, um. I don't know. Even my baby girl has become like an Amazon. I mean, she is taller than my wife and taller than Petra. She's just like I don't. She's got the the big gene. She's gonna be a big girl. She's gonna be a big girl. They growing up too fast. What are you gonna do? I don't. You see it? I saw Sunny the other day for the like. I haven't seen him in a while. I'm like, holy shit. Yep. So, I can't yeah. wait. They go. Can't they grow. You can't to see all the kids. kids. Oh. Oh, he so means Monday. <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't I seen. I haven't seen Carmine. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Carmine. One of the times you brought him to the show. Carmine's a regular at the shop. I well, I don't go I mean, to the shop. It's far. You can catch Carmine here on a Tuesday playing chess with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Them. Literally. You know, sometimes if we got to pick him up or there's no club or aftercare, or something he's you know he's smoking a cigar playing chess. <laughs> You know, if that was a joke, YouTube, that was a joke. Basically. Yeah, right. A joke. Um, our 20th anniversary has come up in a couple of years. I might be able to say our Hawaii is like our, our honeymoon getaway. Dump the kids. Now, now the kids are old enough to like create anarchy if like we take a trip without them. Like, right. They want to go, right. you know, wreak chaos, you know. When they're yeah. young, you can drop them off somewhere and go. They got no clue. Hey, but I think it would be, I think it would be a good idea to go just you and Brandy. Honestly, I, Me and too. I think you'll, I, I think Me you'll too. love it. <laughs> Just my only advice is like Coop told me, but we didn't really have that option at the time is hop around a little bit, like go to Waikiki beach, but don't spend the whole time there because yeah. it's, it's very city. Like, you're, you know, it's beautiful, but yeah. you know, then get out. If you can go to Maui, if Maui is a possibility, Maui or the other parts of Oahu, there's a lot of really cool spots just on the Island of Oahu that we got to see. Yeah. Why, we, why, we, would it, why would it not be a possibility to go to Maui? Well, well, with the fires and stuff, how decimated. Oh, 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 oh. Be, in three years, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah, I mean, our twentieth anniversary is in three years. Yeah, the, we we spent most of the time on the Big Island. We were um, there's some great resorts, and then there's just outdoor things and uh, active volcano. Big, the active volcano, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, but the Big Island is pretty amazing. You get to see they have the green sand beaches, they have the uh, black sand beaches, so. Um, it's really nice, the Big Island. 
you want you want to hear the you know, funny the funniest things in life in life stick with us. You want to know? I've always kind of said I wanted to go to Hawaii, even like before I got married. It's the place I was. But you want to know where that where that whole like psychology came from? I, I think now it just dawned upon me. But it's like the Brady Bunch. No, when we were a kid, my parents had this little Honolulu teacup like that they used to always put the toothpicks in. And it had the little straw girl in it. So I saw reading. And one time I asked them, well, where did this come from? It was such an odd item to have in the house. And I'm talking about, I'm really young. And my dad, uh, my dad said, well, we were going to, we were going to do our anniversary there, but we never went. And I don't know if that was a joke or not. I might, it, it, the sad part is if I ask him now, I'll have no clue about what cup I'm talking about or right. anything. But when we were, when we'd go to places and this every time and I actually, now I find myself doing it to my kids. Hey, Dad, where are we going? We're going to Honolulu. He would say that all the time, like in a car ride. We get in the car. Where are we going? We're going to Honolulu. And it was like years before I was like old enough to say, uh, you can't drive to Honolulu, you know? But it's just weird things stuck in my head. So, yeah, I think Hawaii's always had a little, like, I got to get there one day. My dad my dad faked me out like 500 times about taking me to Honolulu. Growing up. So, like, <laughs> now you got to yeah, actually now, go. Yeah, now I got to go. Yeah. Oh. I'd say Honolulu would be my first hit, but Oahu, the island, has a lot going on on it, too. Like, well, we got a lot, lot of, of good brothers. We got a yeah. lot of good brothers of the Leaf and sisters of the Leaf out there. So I'm oh, yeah, they'll, they'll know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be well-versed before we go. Yes. Yeah. I, I would go back. We, we My wife and I have talked about in, in a couple of years going back, which is weird because I was the one that didn't want to go at all. Why but did you want to go? I don't know. I had no desire. Like I, I, it's a weird thing. Like I, I had no desire. I thought, well, I live in a tropical place. Like what, you know, we've been here. Like whatever. It's It's so different. It's it's so different. different. It's almost like going to another country in a lot of ways because it's culturally very different. But yeah, you still feel like you're in the U.S. And it, and I don't think I'll ever see a place like Hawaii, no matter where else I travel. You know, it's very, it's very different. Than anywhere else I've ever been before. <laughs> I just put pumpkin spice creamer in my Please coffee. No. Who, no, who the hell did I drink? I don't hey, drink man. pumpkin spice. It's September. No. It's a, I mean, it's I like spice. pumpkin flavor. It don't it's, get me wrong. Well, it's pumpkin spice season. I like my coffee black. Maybe once, cream. I'll give you cream. Once a season, I will get a pumpkin spice latte. I usually oh, do that. I, I didn't even know my friend Steve lived there for six years. Oh wow. All right. There you go. Yeah, you got you got a bunch of people that are over there. Yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be worth it. We may, uh, maybe we'll make it a joint trip. We'll come with you. KMA remote. <laughs> KMA remote. How about that? You do the um 600th episode maybe there or something. I could take you over to the Disney Aulani Resort. You know, you yeah, check that you knew out. That, you knew you that don't have to get up, Paul. We do it. Uh, you do a late afternoon. Show. The restaurant at the Four Seasons next door is way better than the Disney restaurants, though. I, I will give it that. We had a really good dinner there. I don't. I don't think any of the Disney Disney restaurants are stellar. Oh, there's. A I don't think that. Ba- I don't think that bad either. Though. I'll say that. I don't think. No, they're no, bad. no, they're not yeah. bad. But none of the scenes right, right. are stellar. Yeah, I agree. Like you, it, like, like if you're if you're counting like. Um, Victoria and Alberts and the Grand yeah, Victoria and Alberts, the yeah, I know that's not a theme. That's, that's not Disney. That's not a Disney one. Yeah. Oh, you're saying themed? Okay, I I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Yeah, that's not like a Disney themed one. I mean, that's like a restaurant. Like but a there's a Swan and like Dolphin that. have to have don't have they have restaurants that are like franchised by other you know Todd English and all Disney. those. 
Yeah, they're not Disney is what I'm saying. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Uh, The Yachtsman Steakhouse is really good. Le Cellier in in Canada is really good. That steakhouse in Epcot. There's a few. I was going to say, how do we get to Canada? He threw me off with the Epcot. Epcot. (laughs) In Epcot. I, I do, like I said, I've talked about this. I love those turkey legs at the park. They're good turkey legs. I haven't had one in years. I like those turkey legs, yeah. I haven't They're had one in years. Much. I haven't gone in years. Can no. you eat a whole one, Coop? I mean, it's tough. They're tough to finish, I'll be honest yeah. with you, because it's hot and you don't have much of an appetite. And you can't, like, take it home, you know what I mean? Because it's like you're walking out. But I when still we like go with Stephanie's them. sister, she always insists on getting one. And then so, she takes like two bites out of it, and then we pass it around to everybody to finish uh, it. First off, that was gross. Secondly, um, <laughs> seriously gross. Um, and then <laughs> you guys are gonna laugh, but I've never had a turkey leg. Really? Oh, really? Oh, Abe, you got you'd be got King Henry oh, VIII oh, with it. It's like yeah. hold on. It looked so, like a chicken wing in his hand, but hold on. yeah. So here, here's the dilemma. So I grew up going to the Taste of Chicago. So anybody from that metropolitan oh. area will know what I'm talking about, and. There was almost always so much other cool things. And a turkey leg is big at the Taste of Chicago. I mean, I went every year growing up. And there's thousands, hundreds of thousands walking around eating turkey legs. I mean, it's there. It's one of the things everybody does. But there's so many other things. And I couldn't just see myself walking around with this monstrosity with the barbecue sauce all over my face. Because that's the only time you're going to get to have one if you go out to some kind of setting like that where you walk around in public and you got this big turkey leg, like you said, Paul. It, who wants to fill up on a turkey leg? Because there's like, I know, as it tastes of Chicago, there's 800 things I want to try, you yeah. know? So I literally have never, ever, ever had a turkey leg. I think you had one when we went to the. I was just going to say, I'm going to fix that next year at the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> make... St- starts I've, February 3rd. I've never, I've never bought myself to be able to say I'll have a turkey leg. Never uh, I'll say that the, I haven't had them in a while at Disney, but they were good when I had them. They are and... the, the, most mouth drying thing I've ever eaten. Then why would you eat it? There's so much salt in them. It's good, but there is so much salt. No, they're good. They're good, man. I saw saw a a behind-the-scenes video once of them making the turkey legs at Disney, and they literally take a syringe and they inject, like, a salt saline solution all throughout the legs. Of course they do. Salty. (laughs) Uh, sure, they want you to buy that, that, that. It's a brine. It's a brine, but yeah, yeah, yeah well, you gotta buy. I mean, it's, it's, it's turkey. It's probably the only thing that's giving it flavor too. Right? Yeah, I like. They are good, really man. good. good. They are good. really good. See, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Now, Kevin totally looks like a turkey leg kind of guy. You know, Dude, yeah, but Kevin's brine, a picky eater. I think finding turkey in his beard for the next four weeks. Right. <laughs> right. I think Kevin's a picky eater, though. I feel Kevin like he a, survives on, like, chicken nuggets. Kevin's a pumpkin spice guy. Is he? Yeah. And monster. He He's always got a monster. Uh, now, there's yeah. a comment about this Greg Lazinski's turkey legs at the Lazinski's wow. Barbecue, Al, uh, Alex, at, um, at Citizens Bank Park. Those are great. Uh, the Bulls, Bulls Barbecue? Absolutely. Now, yep. that, that Disneyland turkey leg look dry. Like the ones I used to see, uh, that looks dry. There's no sauce on it. Yeah, the ones I used to see. They're they're good. They're good. Taste of Chicago were all sauced up. 
they're but like Taste of Chicago is a different animal than this, though. So, you know, I mean, that's that's something where they're really focusing on the food. You know, this is just something they offer at the park, is what I'm just saying. For they park smoke. food, it's not bad. <laughs> All right, well, enough jive turkey. It's time for a break. <laughs> we got to go to a break. You know, it's funny. I said that in front of my other kids. It's funny, no how shit leads, it's funny how shit leads to shit. I said the word yeah. jive turkey in front of my kids the other day. They're like, what? <laughs> jive. And then and then that led to explaining jive. Then that led to showing him the famous airplane scene. Oh, the, man. The movie airplane. Then it led to watching the whole movie airplane. I mean, it's, right. it just evolved. Oh, but, oh man. Take, what a great movie. What a great right? movie that was. <laughs> we are going to take a little break. We'll be back after this. Hour two up ahead. Tail the tape. Name that jam. Uh, would you rather? And of course, we're always going to find out the latest news. The scoop with Coop right after this. Keep it lit. Phenomenal. 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 My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninoff, Mozart, and I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua. But I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, AJ Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive. It has some great flavor, some character, and amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Honestly, agree with the goat to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazis. These are all premium, handmade, name brands that you can find in any brick-and-mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about our Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. Sure. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you gotta do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You wanna take a break, going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Wanna turn it back on? The exact same easy process, you can turn it right back on. We've made it that easy for you. 
Another great feature is our Double Down Club. Alex, tell them about the Double Down Club. We had so many of our members reach out to us, really enjoyed our selections every month. They wanted to know there was a way they can get two. And we've made that very simple. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Does our club have perks? Of course it have perks. You want to tell them about the perks? As a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more. You can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally, expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but whatever. What? That was great. Think... It's perfect. Welcome back to Hour 2 of KMA Talk Radio, Episode 509. I'm here with the gang, the GOAT, Cooper, and the man that we call the Italian Scallion, Paul DeGracco. See, I didn't go. I, I'm not calling you Shameless Paul anymore. That's nice. My family member will be very happy. Yes, yes. No, we won't. We won't. <laughs> we won't say the phrase Shameless Paul no more. Yeah, no more Shameless Paul. Never. No, we will yeah, never yeah. say Shameless we'll, we'll Paul. Retire we'll, we'll retire it. We'll retire it. We're officially retiring Shameless Paul. Yes. There's, there's going to be a seat marker when I get to the picnic on Monday. It's a Shameless Paul and family. Yeah, yeah Shameless but, Paul. We actually ordered a big banner. Welcome, Shameless Paul. Yes. <laughs> you know, Shameless I just Paul. like the attention, so I I could. Yes, that. we do, we do. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do, we do. Um, Mom, see, they love me here, <laughs> Casey. <laughs> Was there any backlash about last week, Paul? Did you get you know from you know the leak at the the Garaco house that got on the air? Uh, I, I don't think, think she knows. She yeah. knows. Okay. Okay, but it, I, I listened back to it because I was scared. I, I and I wasn't gonna, <laughs> I wasn't gonna be that guy. I wasn't gonna be that guy that said to Abe take it off. But if it was really bad, I would have, I would have. But it, it wasn't that bad. The, what happened prior to that when you were listening no was probably there was worse. No chance of me taking that off. <laughs> None. We could have okay. done it today. You had a whole dialogue with your kids while you were. He yeah. did. Yeah, green and tacos. tacos. I, you know what? I put these. So I, I wasn't going to spend a lot of money on them, but I always wanted to have chairs that matched my chair here on the other side of my desk. Not that I meet with anybody. So Axel comes in and he sits at these chairs all the time, and he was just sitting there while I was getting ready and asking me questions, and we were chatting about things, and I, we had just played the raining tacos song because I, I, I do weird. We try. I try to get the kids to do music every night, something. So I sit at the piano and we sing and I teach them stuff, whatever. But, you know, I fake play the piano. So, like, I'll look up chords and I looked up the chords to Rain and Tacos and we were playing it and I was playing the chords with it. So it was just stuck in my head because they love that song. Uh, I don't know where this was going. But he was sitting here talking about it, whatever. <laughs> Raining Tacos? You've never heard that song? Yeah, your kids are too old now. Yeah, don't know raining tacos. You're lucky. You're spared those 
it's types painful. of songs. You know what's funny though? What are the shows your kids are watching? Bluey is really big in the house. The the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. Well, of course like, they got. I like all these like the shows that my kids watched are gone. And the Gabba, part, Yo Gabba Gabba was big. Yo Gabba kids, Gabba, right? the uh, all the little cartoon animals. We are the I can't remember the little penguin and the little uh, moose. They, they actually had good songs. It was a soundtrack kind of cartoon. Yeah. Um, the Backyardigans, the Backyardigans. But yeah, we didn't watch I, I noticed that the stuff that Petra and Zane kind of were watching were even gone by the time Asher was watching stuff. Yeah, mostly. yeah, it's, it's how like, it goes. Yeah, it, it, it flips real quick. My, my my four were in the Barney era. Oh when God! Barney, when Barney God, was big. We had the Barney era going on. Blues Clues was the other one, but Barney and Blues, Blues Clues. Clues. And who Blues the Clues is still on? Who are the Canadian dudes again? The Wiggles. The Wiggles. They're Australian, but they're Australian. Oh, they're Australian. Australian. All right. My kids yeah, like them. Same, same we same we I try to put on stuff from my childhood for them to watch too, just because I'm you know, it's it's reminiscent for me. So they they'll watch some of the older things from my childhood. But the Wiggles are still yeah. around. There's a there's a girl Wiggle named Emma. Coco Melon's so, the big one now. Coco yeah. Melon was big for my kids. Coco Melon is still big. That era is over still here. For us, it's over. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> you know, uh, I came. I came home from the shop last night at like ten thirty, and uh, coming in, I see. You know, Carmine's got his light on, which you know it's a little. Yeah, weekend he stays up late, but he usually don't have his light on. He's watching. But I go in his room, and he's he's got on his TV. He's got YouTube up. He's watching vintage WWF wrestling matches while he's constructing a, a Lego car at ten thirty. Oh <laughs> just doing his own thing by himself. So he's past. He's past the cartoons you know fortunately right. he's a he's a wrestling guy i guess i'm gonna have to go through coco melon all over again yeah we we went through the wrestling era here with my boys yeah i like the wrestling era the wrestling era is yeah good. i mean the paper they want to get the pay-per-view stay up late for some of those and um you know when my my daughter was born it was like in when the 90s you couldn't put that stuff on for the kids actually that's when i was getting edgy but you know, by the time my young ones came yeah. it was a lot less edgy yeah you know, luckily now they don't really do uh, they don't do pay per views now. It's all I was going to ask: Is that like, even a thing? Well, yeah, they, you got to have a subscription to I think it's Peacock that they're on now. You got to have a Peacock uh, subscription. Well, yeah. We speaking, won't be doing speaking that. Speaking of wrestling, anybody watch a series of the Heel? No. no, no. It's actually pretty good. There's a there's a series I can't remember how I got into it, but um, in, oh god, I can't remember his name, but it was the guy who played uh, Green Arrow. Emil something, and then his um, his brother on the series was the guy who played um, Ragnar's son in Vikings. Um, but it's 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 about like uh, like kind of what Derek Dukes was in. It's about like a local small town. Oh, heels, 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 heels. Amel. yeah, Steve. I, I don't. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I, I actually have. It's actually on. pretty. Gonna... It's actually pretty good. It really kind of is actually pretty good, but it's uh, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell's in heels, yeah. But it's actually pretty good, and uh, it's like a like a, a little town in Georgia, Duffy, Georgia. It's their little wrestling league, and hmm. they got this, they got this big conflict with a Florida-based one, and it's kind of it's kind of pretty. It's a pretty good series. It's in season two right now, I think. You ever watch um, Dark Side of the Ring 
on yeah on, uh, really good that's a great series that's a great series yeah that's on uh what the hell is that damn goofy station can't remember not fx it but it's uh not fx but it's like uh Hulu. No, 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 it's it's, a, it's on cable, but it's a it's a what's it uh, called? Dark, Dark side, side of the, the ring. ring. It's great. It's it's a documentary oh, series it's about wrestling. Yeah, but yeah, but you like... know a lot of a lot of the off the outside the ring stuff that happened to these guys, and there's some really right. interesting stories. The CW. I mean, the, the the one about North Korea was pretty amazing when they all went to North Korea. There's one. Yes, yes. Oh, one of the guys, of the guys was actually taken into custody. <laughs> For, Vice, for making Vice, a phone call. It's yeah. on Vice channel, yeah. Vice, Vice, yeah. But the, you can find them, I think, on YouTube for free, too. I think yeah. they're, they're, YouTube runs them for free. Yeah, Tommy, uh, Seth got into Warrior. So, yeah. I got to get into a show. I, yeah, I got to check it out. I've been watching reruns of The Sopranos when I have a few minutes. Which Hell, Hell on Wheels, I mean, I Paul. It, but... That's, I'm going to say Hell on Wheels. Yeah? What is oh, it on? I'm telling, yeah, yeah, I don't have every streaming. Okay. I know, but if you don't if you don't catch it, what 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 has it to watch it? Hell on Wheels, or does AMC yeah. have their own like streaming service? They have yeah. the on demand piece, yeah. I think if so you, you have, cable... I have to go buy another. Yeah, I'm not buying another. You should have to no, buy. I think it's it. included I mean, I, I, with your cable subscription. I think yeah, like I one. I don't think I've ever had a I, I've never had to subscribe to get it. I mean, I have pretty bare bones cable too. Mostly sports is what I have, so I don't have a lot of the other channels. So, um, and I got it. It's it's not hard to find it. I think Netflix, I, I want to say Netflix has it. Well, somebody's got to sell it. I mean, I don't mind buying a series. Yeah, it, I'm sure you can find. Yeah, it. I, I think you'd like it, Abe, for sure. What's I'm it just, about? Oh, it's about uh, the Transcontinental Railroad. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of what yeah. Warriors. Basically, uh, a Confederate yeah. soldier goes to work on the Transcontinental Railroad to try to avenge the death of his wife, but it's very it's it's historically accurate is what i'll say even those stories are, are the stories are the stories but there's a lot of historical context with it too yeah rob, rob that works out front on saturdays after the show he said he was like yeah man that that series that was awesome uh, some great old west is you know there's, there's, they, they go from like iowa to california during the whole show and i remember the scenes in wyoming were the best it was just old west type of showdowns they had there it was really good how are you just getting to this show now Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, that's old school. What a great tour. The, oh, great. Boardwalk Empire is good. It, it, when it, they had that guy Jip Rossetti on on year three of a board, that was he was one of the best characters. Uh, who's it? Bobby Cannavale played him. What a performance he gave in that role. And it came at a good time too, because it was it was like right after The Sopranos. Right, right. right. But Shemmy really needed something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was that was um, Sons of Anarchy came right off of the Shield. Right. Yeah. Right. Had season, yes, she had a season finale, and I was sad and depressed over right. it. And right after the season finale was the first episode of Sons yeah. of Anarchy, and I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" That first episode, I'm like, "Okay, yeah. I got I got something to at least replace the shield every week." Nookie, you know what's funny is we we got rid of all cable, satellite, all that stuff. We don't have regular TV at the house anymore for the first time. Yeah, ever. you know we've I've debated doing that too. I've done it. I keep I saying it. I keep saying I need to I, unhook. It's hard with the sports to do it, though. That's why. Well, but, but see, YouTube I don't watch TV. Sports. Yeah, right. I don't. We 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 first we first encountered our first problem during the Super Bowl. Which Let's see, my Let's kids see how long it takes them. My kids could give a crap about Super Bowl. Huh? Huh? Oh, they went around. 
He's going to go check the other door. Ah, he went around. So, yeah, so my kids would never care about the Super Bowl, but uh, who, who, who did the halftime show this year? Uh, Rihanna. Was it Rihanna? Yeah. Rihanna, yes. So my kids watched it and we realized, oh, we can't watch the Super Bowl. We have no cable, no satellite, no direct TV, nothing. But luckily her friend was over with her phone and had some streaming service. She was able to plop it on the TV. But, you know, I don't watch TV that much. Don't watch news. Don't watch. I just have specific shows I watch. I just, what we were paying for the monthly direct TV bill and the receivers and all that, we just dumped it, dumped cable and subscribed to a few of the networks that we kind of all have shows we watch and i went from like a 400 or 300 some dollar bill every month to like an 80 dollar bill every month that's that's kind of what we do we don't have we have like a streaming service for cable it's not like a cable to the house it's not like regular cable where you need to have receivers and stuff we have you know either on the smart tv or the fire sticks or something like that that you just watch direct tv stream so the, but there's no satellite or or cable connection or anything like that. It seems to work. It's not anywhere near as expensive. Yeah. But I always think I watch it so watch it Charlie, so rarely. Charlie, Charlie, I don't watch news. I'm I'm Abe's local news. Does anything yes. you, you can go get, to, but you can go to, to yes. Go to Alex, Tubi. come in. Have you heard? I'm literally. Yeah. Go to Tubi. You go to Tubi and you get all the local yeah. news for free, and right. you can get it I anywhere in the country. Listen, I stopped watching local news. Yeah. I just got to the, I mean all news because I just got to the point where it was either full of shit or depressing. Motherfuck, watch yeah. it. What is it? What is, listen to me? I haven't watched any form of news. Like I used to even watch like the morning shows before I went to work for many years and whatever. Yeah, I'll I'm, watch Good Morning America once in a while. To, I haven't watched painful. any form of news. So painful. I'm Good Morning say, America. I'm gonna say going on. I mean, five years. Yeah, I mean, obviously during COVID, we were listening to some shit, but then I stopped that too. Um, I don't miss it. There isn't nothing that pertinent that I say, oh my gosh, how did I miss that in the news? I mean, yeah, I didn't hear somebody died maybe quickly, but that's what I got Alex for. He'll come in, here's those that died. But yeah, I don't watch I don't watch local news. I watch <laughs> That would be a sight to see. Yes, I can't imagine... Uh... Thor's uh, any good yeah. Jeopardy. Does Jeopardy come on first there? I think it's Wheel of Fortune, isn't it? Or is it Jeopardy? Well, is it it's, Wheel... it's different. Whatever it is here is different than what it was in New York. I, don't, really? I can't remember if Jeopardy was first and then Wheel of Fortune or Wheel of Fortune then Jeopardy, but it's reversed here, which was weird really? for us. Yeah, and I'll watch Jeopardy once in a while too. See, that's what I'm, I'm afraid of. Like that one time when I feel like watching a live show how am I going to watch it? You know how I know I'm older than all you guys? I remember the host before Alex Trebek. Art I didn't know Fleming. there was one. Art Fleming. Long oh, time. Wow. Long really time host he was. Yeah, he's a long time game show host he was too. Alex Trebek took over and went longer. But yeah. And I remember my parents would watch the Art Fleming version as a kid. Interesting. I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. Had no clue. Alex Trebek was a game show host. He used to host this show with a pinball machine. Like, you play a yeah. pinball machine on, yeah. I forget what the name of it was, but but he had this big afro and everything back then when he, when he did that show. Interesting. All right. Let's move the show along. Oh, okay. Are you ready to... Uh... Bob Barker. Do you name, that, name that jam? Oh, yeah, Bob shit. Barker oh, just oh, yeah. died, too. Yeah. I I, Bob Barker died? Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
True game oh, show host. He was a true There's game show host. True game show host and in perfect Bob fashion came as close as you can get to 100 without going over. Bob Barker <laughs> said it. 99. <laughs> Tried but couldn't make it. <laughs> God bless him. Closest without going over. He did. That's right. That is funny. All right, folks. Well, it's that time. I almost missed my whole segment. Uh, as always, we're going to test our musical acumen. I think this one will be a gimme this week. We're going to find out. But it's time to name that jam. you by the fine folks over at Avo Cigars. We're going to give you a little snippet of a song, see if you can pick it out, see if you can figure it out, and see how good you are at recognizing this tune. Here is the preview clip from this week's episode of Name That Jam. All right, wait. I got to turn comments off because I'm going to need it again. I, I think I may notice one now. I think I, I need it again. Good. I'm going to turn comments off. I need it again. Give me again, okay. Paul. The snare drum. The snare drum is throwing it. me off. I think I have. I think I have. I don't, I don't think, but I don't think it's. It's not the name of the song, and I don't know the name of the song, but I think I have it. Coop, am I going to go three for three with is you, it, Coop? No, no, no. Pink, well, was it Pink Floyd? No. no not no. Pink Floyd. Okay. I don't, if I'm right, no. I, I, I don't know the okay. name of the song, but I think I have it. Okay. I think, well, should I say what I think? Yeah. I think it's Bowie. It's Ground Control to Major Tom. That's yeah. what I think it is. But I don't, but I don't know the name, the, the, name the, the, song. Song. the name of the song. Major Tom. Major Tom. Is it Major Tom? Yeah. The name of the song is not Major Tom. It's not Major Tom. All right, but we're on the right path. All right, let's reveal the song. This is ground control to Major Tom. You've really made the grade. Space Oddity, right? It's Space Oddity. I know Space Oddity, yeah, yeah, now I know it. Wow, what a great song. That's a good one. Probably a good one. Props to my middle daughter, who's a huge David Bowie fan. Really? Interesting. He's yeah. great. He was great. Oh, Zane's got, got music like from every Elvis Costello. I, that kid is all over the map. She is all over the map. But like she's jamming David Bowie in the house. I'm like, who the hell taught you about David? Because I know if I expose him to something. But yeah, she found David Bowie all on her own, then got mad at her mom. How did you not tell me about David Bowie? Good one. Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. Good job. Yes, Mark. Unlike uh, Jimmy Boyle, it is Ziggy Stardust, not Soggy Stardust. <laughs> Soggy. Soggy. There it is. <laughs> so- soggy star. Nothing like some Soggy Stardust to ruin your day. <laughs> this episode of Name That Jam was brought to you by the fine folks at Abel Cigars, creating magical musical melodies with fine tobacco from all over the world. Oh, Chevy. Getting there, almost. No, was, that was I'm alright with that. Yeah, all right. Not shabby, not shabby at all. I needed it twice. 
I I didn't know the name. I but I I knew ma- like I could hear Major Tom in my head. If if you go on the early, I've always called it Major Tom. And, yeah, yeah, me right. too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I knew it wasn't called like Ground Control Major. Like Tom. Dan LeBeau came in with Knights in White Satin. I could see that Knights in White. Satin. I yeah. mean, there was some. Uh, Moody Blues, that definitely could have been the kind of background music for a Moody Blues song. There were some guesses that were like, oh, yeah. Where are you going? Uh, for something that had Floyd going down that road. I was going on a Floyd road. No, it's very, it's very, it's, it's I can see that too, though. It's Floydish. Something just called me Bowie. <laughs> Saggy Stardust. Saggy Stardust. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what's going on? I, I saw in the notes here you guys mentioned um, about companies opening up international distribution. Yeah, so I saw a couple of these on Coop this week. I just thought it was an interesting. Are we subject. talking about in the news? Are we going to be talking about in the news or? Well, I think well the one in the news I think is a little different, but uh, I mean yeah. listen, we we see it a lot. We see a lot of these companies and announcements that you know, like uh, I know Ferio Tego just opened Asia. up Asia. In, in Asia, you know, and I just. You know how how big is of a market? How important is that market? Um, not as much pre-COVID as post-COVID. It's become um, post-COVID, yeah. That, that's really what's kind of happened. It's kind of just been one of those. Okay, here's another revenue stream for us prior to COVID, but with the huge like Cuban supply shortage, um, that makes sense. Yeah, huge. Uh, a lot of these manufacturers are finding great success now in the European market, and these, which I think, see, here's the problem. You now, once you crack that seal, you know, I don't care if Cuba catches up. Some of these people now are on these brands. They're yeah. going to realize and discover these brands, yeah. and um, their their market share may never be the same in the international market. I mean, don't don't get me wrong; it's not going to disappear. But right. I think I think um, the uh, the new world cigars are going to eat up a little bit of their share in the, in the international market. Yeah. We're definitely seeing like, I know Fuente's made a lot of moves in Eastern Europe the last few years, you know, trying to basically get some of that empty shelf space and yeah. having good success with it. Um, just, you know, I look at my numbers on Coop and I've seen the European numbers and now I'm seeing the numbers out of Asia, but the Europe numbers over the last few years have, have definitely grown. Distribution is a little different in Europe than here, though. In yes. That they, they, what happens is usually a retailer will take the product in and sell it to other people in the country is how yeah. they work it. Yeah, as opposed to they don't have like like here we have like full full blown distribution companies that have full you know sales teams or brokers that do it. It's, it's not quite like that in Europe. Interesting. Is, is it hard to crack into those markets? I mean, I assume now it's not as you need, hard. You need to, listen. Most of these guys aren't going to have their own distribution center or handle it, so yeah. you need to actually find the right guy that will to do that for you. To do that for you, and there are there's just just like any other thing, like independent brokers in the U.S. There's a handful of quality ones, and it's not always easy to get in those, you yeah. know. And so you got a lot of B and C guys who really don't do a good job of getting your brand out there. But the thing is, and this kind of market the b and c guys are probably finding an easy time to put shit on shelves right now because shelves are just right. empty so yeah 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 you know there are a couple of distribution companies like one that's probably a big one is a company called arnold andre which they actually do have they do make their own cigars but they distribute a lot of different companies in in europe um they're probably one of the bigger networked ones throughout europe 
UK kind of has their own companies. Tor Imports is the one that does that. But a lot of these other like smaller companies, they tend to go through the retailer. Um, they find the retailer to do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, but definitely interesting. I mean, China is one I'm really watching right now. I think there are a lot more companies that are doing business in China and doing sales there from what I'm hearing. Number one consumer of tobacco in the world. Yeah. All right. that, all I mean, I've talked to companies like, you know, Viaje sells into China. Like you wouldn't think Viaje sells their stuff into China. I barely see his stuff still here. You'd be surprised. Yeah. You'd be surprised though. Exactly. But he has like Chinese exclusive cigars. He's given me those. So uh, and he does well there. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Now's the time. If you ever wanted to try or tap into it, now's the time. Now's I think. Yeah. 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 What, what, when you see a cigar glass with that Cohiba we talked about, it's totally opening market because that type of income does not exist in a lot of these markets to sell those cigars. No. Yeah, that's a big pain in the ass, too. Yeah. I can see that. But the other yeah. the other reason why you're seeing the announcements now with some of this stuff is because Inner Tobacco is in two weeks. So that is the big that's the big European trade show that takes place in Dortmund. So you start to see a lot of these things start to get announced right around this time. Some of the international release. We'll talk about one in the news that I think will be in the U.S. as well. Um, they'll make it here. So so that's why you're seeing it about now is the time you'll start seeing it. Even the Ferry Tago announcement, I think, did tie with Intertobac because it's, it's an international trade show. It's a very international trade show. The door. When does that start? The to- uh, it starts um, the 14th, I want to say. 14th or 15th. I think it's the 14th. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, it's like in two weeks. So, so a lot of companies you'll start to see everyone with their airplane posts going to Europe. You know, you'll start to see that next week probably. No more coop selfies. Well, it, we ran its course. It jumped the shark. We we did it. You know, you can't. Yeah. When did it jump the shark? What photo made it jump the shark? Who made it jump? No, the shark? It, 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 no, it wasn't anyone in particular. I think that the, we we did it at the 2021 trade show, and we I got a ton of like social media hits. But I started seeing it go down after the trade show. You know, it didn't have the same appeal. So it was time to re- – Matt Tobacco has been trying to resurrect it, but I just think it, it ran its course of doing those photos, you know. Um, you know. I just didn't see the interest level in it anymore. You know, you had three or four guys like Terrence and them started doing it. And, it, you know, but when I did it in 2021, I was getting people – like I didn't even know we're, we're putting these. I mean, we were getting hundreds of tags on that thing, but it went from hundreds down to a handful, you know, pretty quick. So, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, we have the Alan Rubin commentary. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ding, 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 ding. I feel the international market is overrated. As Jay said, it's a hassle. The majority of all cigars sold in the U.S. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. Until we. Said, we yeah. We need to make an Alan Rubin comment of the week. Like, <laughs> yeah. really do. Yeah, yeah. Alan Rubin comments of the week will go tell Davidoff. Far go, tell da- go tell Davidoff. Go, go say that statement to Davidoff. See what they say. Alan Alan Rubin's comment of the week, sponsored by Cracker Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say I would say the four billion people in Asia. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, go talk but... to Davidoff about their internet if their international distribution is overrated. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we were kind of broken in the news. So we might as well go fully fledged into the news and see what is going on in the cigar verse this week. It's time to find out what's the scoop with Coop. 
Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. All right. All right. I'll start. No, no STG release of the week this week. No. And I wonder if this story may have some ties to it. Okay. I'm kicking their ass. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, the STG earnings were announced for Q2. And um, I won't go into all the business details of it, but the big one is that net sales growth decreased by 2.3%. Um, and as a result, they have adjusted their guidance for the rest of the year. Um, you know, they're, they're saying there are a lot of reasons such as, uh, you know, exchange rates, uh, inventory adjustments. They're giving a lot of reasons for that. I, when you break down that 2.3%, um, STG has different divisions. And what I'll just kind of simplify it is they have one division that is their retail division and online sales. There's one division that is what they call the European distribution. It's the European group. And then the third division is North America and the rest of the world. The retail piece it was actually the one piece that grew, and the other two pieces decreased market share, which I thought was interesting. Um, I don't know. Does the STG release of the week play into this? It's actually a couple people have said this to me. Uh, is that something that – I don't know. But I, I don't think that that all those releases have helped grow the market here in the U.S. I think it's, it's flooded it and diluted it, if anything, for them. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So is that a marker for the industry as a whole? Do people use, like, STGs? <laughs> I'm just curious, um, like their numbers. See, it's a tough one. I think if you look at those North America numbers, maybe you look at that a little more, because um, that's a little more into the uh, U.S. distribution. The European piece is primarily driven by a lot of the machine-made cigars under STJ. So there's a lot of like you know, there's a lot of machine-made business that goes into Europe. There's it's also in the U.S., but there's a much bigger premium segment here. So I think it could be indications that there is an overall slowdown of things happening. Um, the fact that their online piece is still doing good also may, may say something. So I think it's worth watching to see what happens if they meet their guidance for the rest of the year or not. But the fact that they're making adjustments to their guidance, that's something that has to go back to their shareholders. And that's never a good message you have to deliver. Uh, but for a lot of these other companies, they don't have shareholders to answer to. So it's worth seeing. Um, there's very few companies that actually diverge their numbers, unfortunately. It's really... Only a handful do that. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Interesting. All right. What else we got? All right. So this is an international release. And I do. I normally wouldn't mention an international release. But here's my logic for this. So Drew Estate had their big freestyle live show this week. Um, I started watching the show. And they brought on the whole international team. And I was like, why do they have all these international guys on? And because they announced a Liga Pravada for the international market. It's called the Liga Provada 10 Selection de Mercado. So it's an offshoot. If you look at the packaging, it's, it's an offshoot of the Anniversario blend, which, uh, but they, I've been told from the Jewish state folks, completely different blend. Um, and actually, the, um, but yeah, it's going to be one size. It's going to be offered to the international market, meaning not the U.S. But I do believe this cigar will be sold in the U.S. I think retailers will buy it from Europe. And sell it because I've seen this happen before. I've seen it happen right. with other Drew State products. Romacraft, when they came out of Wonderlust, I bought more. I bought all my Wonderlust here from retailers in the U.S. So there's nothing right. to stop them from buying those from Europe and bringing them here. So I think a cigar like this, you'll you'll see some retailers 
reach out and, and order these cigars. And they'll just get them from Europe. I didn't we'll, we'll put them right next to the other Ligas that we don't have. Right. Right. Yeah. Although, you know, that it seems like an odd reason for a freestyle live to, to release. I, don't I mean, I, I have to imagine that the mo the majority of, of viewership that they get on these freestyle lives are in the U.S. And um, to do a whole I freestyle think that was live. very odd to do release. it. Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, obviously these freestyle lives could be viewed anywhere, right? So I don't know. How, maybe the European teams were promoting this more. I don't know. Right. Um, and then they do other things on the freestyle live. Like they announce all their new swag and that gets people fired up. But, you know, Liga Provider, they've done like the year of the ox. I remember they did the year of the, the tigers. And, and people have like, it has created like people to try to hunt those down. And like I said, I've seen some retailers put those up for sale. So they do get them. And they do make them here. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, they gave all the explanations. They wanted to take care of the European market because the H99 and the Anniversarios never really made it over there. So they did they did an offshoot, I guess, of the Anniversario for that European market right now. But I did think it was odd for a Freestyle Live to do that with. I, yeah. I just want to give Alan Rubin some credit here that he is still arguing a point that literally not only have we but the comments have all also moved on from paragraph but, but Alan you. still and, drilling away and bashing me and bashing me in the process too we've moved on alan yes everyone's moved on alan we've moved on alan life has moved on alan. but you had to say what he had to say yeah had to say what he had to say yeah what else we got cool all right uh, there were a couple of cigars that have shipped from CLE. Um, the They did three PCA exclusives. Uh, two of them have shipped this week. The first one that shipped three, was the... Three th PCA exclusives. Now, is that not a topic for conversation right there? Yes. That's why I okay. mentioned it. Yeah. I, I mean, why? They did I one mean, for... It was, they did one for the Aroa brand. They did one for the Asylum brand. And they did one for the CLE brand. And the Aurora and the Asylum ones shipped this week. They all have this common thread. They're using this mysterious tobacco that Christian's saying is from South America. And that's some farm that they have now, and they're putting it in there. Um, and it uses this South American tobacco, but they're not disclosing what it is. I mean, I have a guess it's probably one of two countries, if it's in South America, where the tobacco's coming from. Maybe three. But You know, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be – I'm going to venture to bet right now. I'm going to venture this. The whole theory behind the PCA cigar was you had to go and order it at the PCA, correct? Yep, correct. To engage in tendons and make people come. Right. I will bet you any money that a shop who didn't go to the PCA in four years, if they have an open account with them, they order that shit tomorrow, they get it. I've seen it happen with some companies already, by the way. Some companies so what are better. Call a PCA cigar. A PCA cigar is almost just the equivalent. And hey, we just showed it at the trade show. Yeah. That's a yeah. PCA. Cigar. The the problem with the PCA exclusives, there's been two problems I've seen. It. Number one is there's not a lot of wow factor with these, and I still think like I don't think a mysterious South American tobacco is enough to get me excited about it, unless I know what that tobacco is. And number two is they don't give you enough lead time to get like if if these cigars are truly exciting. You want to get people to the show. You should be announcing them ninety days in advance. You shouldn't be announcing them the week. All these were announced like the week before the show, where people have made a decision to go already, and probably have made a lot of their buying decisions if you're a smart retailer already. So I don't quite understand. 
Truth. I, yeah, I think the PCA exclusive thing is, I'll say this. I never thought anything would be worse than the TAA program, <laughs> but this one's worse. I just don't think the manufacturers because, are into it. Because they're just letting chaos run with it. Yeah. The, the, what the PCA should do is have control. You want to be paid cigar? Here's a stipulation. You have to announce your cigar 90 days to 100 or 120 days prior to the trade show with full information. What it is, the blend, what makes it special. You need to strongly enforce that if they do not come to the PCA, you will not sell them the cigars. You know what yeah. I mean? But there's no structure. It's just like the Wild West now. PCA, TA, TA, PCA, PCA, TA, PCA. I mean, you just might as well just start slapping a bunch of letters on these releases. No, it, it, you're, I, I agree 100%. And the PCA's tried that, but the manufacturers basically don't care. So they're like, well, either you take our PCA cigar or not, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So, um, they just don't call it PCA cigar. Here's our new release. Well, here's what I would just say have the manufacturers just don't get involved with PCA trying to manage this program. Have them just do it. Let them do whatever they want then with it. You know, I don't think the PCA needs to yeah, be then, spending time trying to manage but it. Defeats, but then it defeats the purpose. Don't let them use the PCA name and act like it's a PCA cigar. Just well, say, hey, it's an ex- yeah. Some companies will just say, hey, we're offering this cigar to attendees at the PCA. For example, Tatawai has done that for years with stuff. They've been doing that for a long time. Uh, now, I'll say this, Pete's done a good job, I think, at telling people what's going to be at the show in enough time lately. He's, I think he's done a very good job with that. So he's one of the, so he's not, there are some companies that have done a good job with that. Um, I'm not saying they haven't, but I agree with you. I would just don't use the PCA. You can't put a yeah, PCA I band mean, on listen, it. Right now. Realistically, you take away Tatuaje or like a Padron. I don't think any of these cigars sell more or less with the mm-hmm. PCA exclusive label strapped to them. Side note, yeah. our comment section is on a total cocaine binge right now. I don't know what is going on in the comments, but who who, who is? <laughs> I mean, everybody, it's there's a total cocaine binge going on. Cocaine. Yeah. yeah. It started from the mystery tobacco. <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah. Mystery tobacco uh, from South America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Great yeah. comment. Great comment by friend Gary Brooks this week. Yes, nobody. Yes, yeah. Gary Brooks um, is unaware of yeah. Tommy Callahan. Yeah. What else you got, Coop? Uh, a couple. I got a couple ones. So, um, I saw Raphael's in the uh, in. He's been watching from the beach this morning with a great buffet. Uh, they in the Alto decides to announce a new cigar this week. Uh, a new version under the Onyx brand. It's called the Onyx Vintage Nicaragua. So, um, this is going to be a, a Nicaraguan puro that they're going to be doing. Uh, the wrapper comes from a 2019. Um, crop and um i thought the packaging on this was really i, lo- I love that copper packaging yeah, it, looks with the good. Black. it really looked good um nice affordable cigar too so i mean it, you could get it in three sizes robusto toro six by 60 going from like 960 to 1075 not going to break the bank made by aj fernandez as well um i thought the last time i say did was pretty good so this is kind of one of their you know this is not one of their heritage brands but it's a brand that they do have and um, this thing should start hitting the shelves on at the end of September. So um, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Uh, I really want to try this one for sure. Funny thing about Onyx, people don't realize. At one point, Onyx was the highest rated cigar. That I was going to say, it was a hot brand. Years, yeah. It was the highest rated. Now, I can't remember highest rated or highest rated, just non-Cuban. But it held the throne of the highest rated cigar at the time. Yeah. Cigars. yeah. And... It blew up and then that faded. And then they bought Onyx back. And I'm gonna say about six, five, six years ago. 
had some legs doing well. It just doesn't seem to sustain. I think when they bring it out, it does it does well. People get on it, and I don't know if they just stop any kind of marketing push behind it after a while, whatever. But it just seems to fizzle out. So we'll see what happens with this one. I mean, you know, one thing: this is a blend that's being done through Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez. They have a lot of success with you know Alta's had a lot of success. You know, it's going to be a good cigar. You know, it's just going to be a good cigar. Um, I think it's a tougher, I think some of these non-heritage brands have to compete with the heritage brands. So it's a little tougher sometimes for that because right. you know, obviously Monte Cristo and Romeo Julieta, they have, they have legs and history and, you know, they, they can market themselves in a lot of ways. Th these require a little more work. All right. What else you got, Goku? Um, just the last thing is we are about 15 minutes away from the auction closing for the NF, for the final NFT. Oh, so, you yep. So we just, so folks uh, know. How old is it? What? It's, I think it'll get hot and heavy in the next 10 minutes. The video. No, Alex is smoking one. So th this is, I'm like you, Abe. I don't even remember what the old one tastes like. That's so what I told old. him. But this, this, that's why Anarchy is, is vintage peed. It is vintage best for sure. for sure. You know, I thought when the Anarchy came back in 2015, it was hard to compare it to the original. Like, it, but, but I'll say that 2015 one was really good, right? Yeah. But it's hard. You can't do an apples to apples comparison because if you have an old one, it's aged out already. It's it's got an aging yeah. factor, so you can't do really a side by side. But I can just say, when the 2015 one came along, it was an excellent cigar. So I have no reason to believe why this wouldn't be excellent. Yep, they're in the final 14 minutes of ending this chapter in NFT history in our yep. industry. So we'll see how that goes. Yep. <laughs> Is that um, all you said, Coop? Are you guys? That's all I had this week. Yeah, it was a, a slow, another slower week coming up with all Labor right. Day, and it will probably be slow till we get to Inner Tobacco. I think we'll see some stuff, even that will hit the U.S. market that will be at Inner Tobacco. All right. Well, for more up to date information, always visit cigar coop.com. All right. Should we roll it into Tale of the Tape Season 7? It's that time. Yeah. Let's take time. Let's hit it. Tough guys. Starting all righty, so we're into the we're in the top five, right? We're in the top five. Yep. This is this yep. week number five. All right, go ahead, Paul. You're muted, which is even better. I'll just go uh <laughs> get it out of the way. Uh number five on my list is a badass. I guess he's maybe not so much of a tough guy now that I think about it, but he is a tough guy, uh Captain Hook. Look All right, smoking two cigars at once. Yeah, so that's about the only thing he gets credit. He's so crocodile. Here, here's here, here's my here's my only problem with this pickleball. Here's my only problem, especially at top five. So number one, number one, all he did was bully kids, right? He bullied a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I never number thought of one. it that way, but yes. And number two, you know, Captain and Mr. Hook Smee. was afraid of a of a big dead clock. So I don't he was know. afraid I of a cro no, he was afraid of a crocodile that ate the clock. And he is afraid of him because he took his hand off. Tick tock. That tick -tock. crocodile is the reason why he has a hook. Hook's afraid of a big dead clock. Tick tock, tick tock. 
Does Hook does does was was Hook a Disney production? Uh, oh, the, the Robin Williams. Yes, I yes. think so. I'll say Dustin Hoffman was a great a great Hook. Oh, Dustin Hoffman. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I said. But what's that? I said Disney Robin movie? Williams. No, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams was was Peter Pan. Dustin Hoffman was Hook. Now you said All right, who's going next? All right, I'll go next. So top five for me coming into top five. Couldn't have a list without them. Tony Soprano. Hey. hey. Tough guy gangster from New Jersey. The boss, the number one of the family. Tony, with all his issues aside, was still the guy that you uh, had the fake laughing at his jokes at the table. For <laughs> of Tony. So, you know, your he typical... Was- Mobster, tough guy. Coop, I have still not found another Soprano on your list. And so far, you only have Chris Maltesanti. We'll see if that changes. Yeah. I had to get Tony out there. Tony's a good pick. Go ahead, Coop. I went with a Tony as well. Uh-oh. But I went with Tony Montana. Hey. Oh, solid pick. That's a tough guy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, it's solid, tough guy. I mean, it's just the whole chronicle of him coming over from Cuba and everything. Um, you know, Al Pacino, I think this is Al Pacino's tough guy role for sure. I, I wouldn't put uh Michael Corleone kind of compared to Tony Montana, it's it's Tony Montana here, sure. Uh, I agree. Yeah, so I mean, just just a great, I mean, say hello to my little friend. Obviously, it's just throughout the whole movie, it's toughness, a guy you just don't want to mess with, and you know, a same a guy who'd want protecting my back too. Yeah, a callback. Smoking the mystery tobacco. See, I thought maybe I had a shot this week, but now with Tony Soprano, I, I think it's going to be tough to win. I feel like Coop's going to have Tony Soprano. Uh, Abe's sycophants. Abe's sycophants are going to pick whoever he picks anyway. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. True. That's true. Yeah, the Abe. We'll see if he's Although got I lo- another girl. I, no, I like Abe's pick. It's a good pick. Go ahead, Abe. If, if, if we go on last week's pick, uh, Beatrice Kiddo with yeah, the 52%, 46 was the top pick by our fans. Next was Vince Mackey with 22 votes, 25%. Uh, then Cullen with 13%, 12 votes. And Buzz Lightyear came in with nine. The Cullen hey, we had nine votes. Were very, were very loyal, by the way. People knew Cullen. They were loyal with that one. But a lot of people don't know him. That was the problem. That was yeah. the problem. Yeah. Which yeah. I, think I'm, I think I might get on my pick this week. Yeah. So my pick this week is Ragnar Lothbrook. Uh, from the show Vikings, uh, this guy was a badass dude, kind of based on a, a, a real Danish king, a Swedish king. He was a Viking hero, you know, invaded England, you know, had you know, attacked the Holy Roman Empire. I mean, this, if you're a Vikings fan, this guy was a badass guy and uh, definitely worthy of coming into my top five of uh, badass motherfuckers. That's a good pick. I like that pick. Vikings, great show. Great show. Never, never watched yep. it. Oh, great show! I like that pick. That's a good pick. Good I know pick. a lot of people that are really in, that were really into that show when it was on. This is this is a true story. I mean, honestly, if you're a Viking, like you qualify to be a badass regardless. That's he was true. like one of the greatest Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like like yeah, like Vikings and Spartans. You just you're over the yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. I voted for Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Yeah, he did, Alex. But you know the, the the way I've noticed this poll works is you could vote for multiples. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So that's how I think a lot of these votes have happened. I've that, noticed some double dipping going on. So yeah, I think everyone you know, but I think Alex, you and I are going to split the anti-Abe vote. 
which is why I think Abel yeah. will still win. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And those we'll are that's a, yeah. Why can't it be just my picks are good? Because they're not. <laughs> you okay. think Beatrice Kiddo is not a good? No, pick? man. No, I don't think she's a tough guy. Be, only she's because she's not a guy. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I'm just saying, like, I mean, tough guy. I mean, I thought I had this one maybe this week, but Tony Soprano is a tough one to beat. Oh, I knew, I knew you didn't. Have, oh, this week, this week, yeah, yeah this week it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna it be, interesting. be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I don't need Paul's, your to get ten over ten percent in the pool. Listen, poll. Paul's best pick so far was still Peg Leg Pete. Peg Leg Pig was the best I one. Like I agree. Was, yeah, I feel like he was oh, way. Wait, too we gotta. Up. I I gotta. I have to look at my picks. I actually way have rearranged my. Abe, do you ever rearrange yours as you're doing it? Like this one, I have. I, yeah, have I have not. I have not, but I like I said, I would have Colin top three. I just knew he wouldn't. You got a leaderboard up, Alex, or no? Yeah, I got sir. it. I'm sorry. I'm a little concerned about my next week's pick. There we go. There, there, next week's pick, pick. Uh, next week's gonna be a good pick for me, I think. I'll I I will say my next week's pick, I I will be I will be surprised if he's not on Abe's list, but I there's also a factor of that everybody may not know. Mm. I still Dodger should have been higher on my list. I think Dodger. Why over Mister Potato Head? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't think Peg was Peg like Pete last week. No, no. no. no we had Buzz Lightyear no. last week. Peg yeah, Lake Peg like Pete was lower. Actually, yeah, it was eight, number yeah. seven. Yeah. Okay, it was two weeks ago. It seemed yeah. like. Oh yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. He could have been higher on that list. I'm I'm very judgmental of this list now. Now that I'm looking at it. and I've rearranged some uh, going into the weeks, but I think my top three will be good. You may not know half of them. I don't know. We'll see. Well, that's this week's episode. We are down to the last four Taylor Tape Season 7 Badass Tough Guys TV movie Tough Guys, which, you know, may or may not be women. <laughs> I think I have, no, I have no women on my list. By the way, I'll just. I think right. I, I think that I have no more women on my list. Although Ripley from Aliens definitely could have qualified on my list. Ripley was badass. That could have qualified. I would, I would actually agree with. Could have qualified on my list. Could have qualified. There was so many people. It really was. This was a really tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was a really tough one. The, the girl from V was tough too. That show V. Oh yeah, uh, V. For Wait, are you talking about the second one or the first one? The. F- for like, the original TV series or the remake they made the like, original, the original, the original, the wow. original, the one from Man, the that 80s. Was, that was so awesome when that show first came out. Yep. Man, I was a kid, you know, alien invasion. Yep. Awesome. You know, they tried all these TV shows, right? With space, like Battlestar Galactica. V was the one that really worked for me when that one came. Oh, no. I mean, you're going way, way back, like 30 plus years, 40 years, but. But Battlestar Galactica, this last one they had with Edward James almost whatever epic series. I haven't seen it. In fact, I haven't seen. Oh, it. you have to see it. Okay. No, no, the the the, the remake they made. Uh huh. You have to see it. It's that good because I was so disappointed. You want to watch the blonde? The blonde? The I, I won't tell you. But there's a blonde in it. Uh-huh. Um, man, she should have been in my bombshells. I forgot about her. I was in love with her in that series. Smoking oh, hot. Wow. Smoking hot. Why do we even? This is the last Disney one, Frank. This is the last. We've Disney we've one. had a we've had a discussion that 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 the yeah. joke is over. <laughs> we tried to get him the out on the tough guys list. He said no way. He was going. Yeah, for I, I said I want to try it. Jessica Rabbit. But I'm ready to be done with it too. Tough guys was definitely hard. Tough guys was hard. 
because there are not any. not that Disney heartthrobs was easy, but you know. Yeah, you gotta check out Battlestar Galactica. Great, okay, great, great, great. Uh, it's got the Jay Davis recommendation. Yes. All right. As always, we're gonna conclude our show with our segment. Would you rather? Sponsored by the fine folks over at Gurkha Cigars. All right, folks, it is Labor Day weekend, and you are scheduling your... Well, you have chaos going on in the background? No. Why, you hear chaos? something? I did. That was a technique. Anyway, okay. yeah, it wasn't here. it's Labor Day weekend. You're scheduling your Labor Day party. Who would you rather have plan your Labor Day party? Is it Juan Cancel or Risty Ratevsky? All right, I just had chaos. Can you repeat that? Because a bunch of pleats just fell now. All right, it's Labor Day weekend. You're planning your Labor Day party. Who would you rather have playing your party? Juan Cancel or Risty Ratevsky? Wow. So we have to we have the protocol pool party this is, versus Risty Ratevsky. Right. This is too easy. Yeah, this one's too easy. I'm gonna, I'll go. It's, uh, it's Juan Cancel. Risty wouldn't even be invited to my party. So it's one. <laughs> it's very easy, yeah. One. I mean, one. I know one will will at least he can keep people entertained and around to deal deal with it either. So it's one. One can put on a party. That's a good. That's that a good is, that uh, comment there, Kevin. I. You know what? I'll say Risty, and I'll tell you why. I am nervous, even though I respect Juan Cancel for his uh, service to the New York City Port Authority. And I know he's a, a very good man. I think that with Juan there, it might get a little bit out of control, and it would be it would be too crazy. And, and that plus Risty will probably have guys smoking briskets, and you know I think the food might be better with Risty there. Ask the how about that cigar guys about the Risty Safari one year. I, I've heard I've heard some things. Then I've heard you some things. Just, People then go down. Yeah, I've seen video. <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen video, video of these guys. That's all I'm going to tell yes. you. Where's you Quentin? Won't get out of control. Well, where's where's Quentin? Quentin's uh, been there a couple of times, and yeah. I think he's yes. uh, he's a fallen yes. soldier of Ristafari. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I I think uh, Juan gets the edge for me. Um, so Juan Juan brings out hired ladies of the night to every pool party. Oh, so. that's true. <laughs> so there is that. Juan has that going for him. Abe, you got a pick. So this would be somebody who would be hosting it, yeah? They're planning it and hosting it, yeah. They're planning, planning it for you, yeah. yeah. Planning it's different, but it's hosting, right? Um, hired ladies don't do nothing for a guy like me anymore. Well, I, I got to I gotta, I gotta go with Risty, bro, because at least I know I'm going to be The food is going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good, Juan will bring whole lo- No, Juan will bring whole lobsters, though. I mean, he's done that. Uh, you can get whole lobsters everywhere, man. Risty be smoking, grilling, making... Some of that Macedonian stuff, man. I would be eating good. You see, Risty's, yeah, he po- he always posts like they put like a big pot outside and they just start cooking stuff like three days before, you know, like I don't know. 
Yeah. Alan Rubin gets credit for this comment. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he said in a long time that was actually correct. Uh, that was good. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was good. Oh, man. All right. Oh, by the way, before we close out for all our socialites, if you're watching the show and don't know what we're talking about, um, we have a private Facebook group, Smoking Social, great community, and very active. So we have a lot of top contributors. So they are officially in. Uh, you'll see it. The top contributor coins are in 2020. Oh, look at that, 2023. Oh, very nice. Right, turn this around. Boom. Oh, wow, that's really nice, yeah. Yes, check Not us out, nice. Smoking Smoking Social on Facebook. Um, other than that, follow us or smoke in on regular Facebook and Instagram and all that fun stuff. Guys, go out there, enjoy your Labor Day weekend, be safe, have fun. Uh, we hope we entertained you this Saturday morning. As always, we'll be back next week with more KMA stuff. And until then, everybody, keep it lit. <laughs>